0: Heavenly Father, Yahweh, thank you for letting us be able to gather here tonight. Father, we pray that as we read through your word tonight, that you just reveal your truth, your understanding, your wisdom, and knowledge, and just give us discernment as we go through the word. Father, we pray that there's anything that you want us to understand tonight, that you let it stand out to us so that we can see it. But we thank you for this fellowship. We thank you for letting us be able to gather like this, even though we can't gather in person right now, we can still gather over the Zoom meeting tonight. Father, we thank you for your son. Jesus for laying down his life for our sins we thank you Yahweh for everything that you've given us and blessed us with father and we thank you for just leading us in the spirit every day and we're just so thankful to even have these bibles in front of us tonight to be able to go over them and all the different translations that we have gathered over the years that from studious people from over the years and we thank you for that father but we pray as we go through the word tonight that you just lead and guide us once again. And we thank you for everything. Through Jesus, my name we pray to you, Yahweh, Elohim, of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. Amen.
1: And y'all in nice.
0: Amen. Amen.
1: You <laughs> know.
2: He says, I may be little, but I am going to be heard. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, Dustin, I just want to let you know that I did invite people from um, Marlon's group. So if anyone shows up in here that we don't know, it might be some new people in here. I'm, so,
2: sorry I'm just...
1: saying that because
0: somebody did that one. <laughs> so um, I'll just give you a heads up. That's fine. Like I said, surprise. Yeah,
2: shalom, peeps. All the new peeps. Um, this is a Devareh for portion, which is derived from the Hebrew word for Deuteronomy, and because we're going to be in Deuteronomy, <laughs> um, one through three twenty-two, I believe. So I'll just start. Um... Uh, yeah, yeah. Let me get the
0: HCSB.
2: Not range from A All right. <clears throat> Deuteronomy check one. And it says these are the words Moses spoke to all Israel across the Jordan and the wilderness in the Arabah opposite Suf between Koran. And Tophel, Laban, Hazaroth, and Diz- Diz- Zahab, Dizahab. <laughs> it is an eleven-day journey from Horeb to Kadesh Barnea, and by way of Mount Seir. In the fortieth year, in the eleventh month, on the first day of the month, Moses told the Israelites everything Yahweh had commanded him to say to him, or to say to them. This was after he had defeated Sihon, king of the Amorites, who lived in Heshbon, and Og. King of Bashan, who lived in Ashtaroth at Edria. Across the Jordan and the land of Moab, Moses began to explain this law, saying, Yahweh your Elohim spoke to us at Horeb. You have stayed at this mountain long enough. Resume your journey and go to the hill country of the Amorites and their neighbors in the Arabah, the hill country, the Judean foothills, the Negev, and the sea coast, to the land of the Canaanites and to Lebanon, as far as the Euphrates River. See, I have set the land before you. Enter and take possession of the land Yahweh swore to give to your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and their future descendants. I said to you at that time, I can't bear the responsibility for you on my own. Yahweh your Elohim has multiplied you, or has multiplied you that today you are as numerous as the stars of the sky. May Yahweh the Elohim of your fathers increase you a thousand times more, and bless you as he promised you. But how can I bear your troubles, burdens, and disputes by myself? Appoint for yourselves wise, understanding, and respected men from each of your tribes, and I will make them your leaders. You replied to me, What you were proposed to do is good. So I took the leaders of your tribes, wise and respected men, and set them over you as leaders, officials for thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens, and officers of your tribes. I commanded your judges at that time, Here are the cases between your brothers. And judge rightly between a man and his brother or a foreign resident. Do not show partiality when deciding a case. Listen to small and great alike. Do not be intimidated intimidated by anyone, for judgment belongs to Yahuwah. Bring me any case for you, and I will hear it. At that time, I commanded you about all the things you were to do. We then set out from Horeb and went across all the great and terrible wilderness You saw on the way to the hill country of the Amorites, just as Yahweh your Elohim had commanded us. When we reached Kadesh Barnea, I said to you, You have reached the hill country of the Amorites, which the Lord your God has given us. See, Yahweh your Elohim has set the land before you. Go up and take possession of it, as Yahweh the Elohim of your fathers has told you. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Then all of you approached me and said, Let's send men ahead of us so that they may explore the land for us and bring us back a report about the route we should go up and the cities we will come to. The plan seemed good to me, so I selected twelve men from among you, one for each tribe. They left and went up into the hill country and came to the valley of Eshkol, shouting or scouting the land. They took some of the fruit from the land in their hands, carried it down to us, And brought us back a report. The land Yahweh your Elohim, or our Elohim, is giving us is good. Because you are, but you were not willing to go up, rebelling against the command of Yahweh your Elohim. You grumbled in your tents and said, Yahweh brought us out of the land of Egypt to deliver us into the hands of the Amorites so they would destroy us. Because he hated us, where can we go? Our brothers have discouraged us, saying, The people are larger and taller than we are. The cities are large, fortified to the heavens. We also saw the descendants of the Anakim there. So I said to you, don't be terrified or afraid of them. Yahweh your Elohim goes before you. Who goes before you will fight for you, just as you saw him do for you in Egypt. And you saw in the wilderness how Yahweh your Elohim carried carried you as a man carries his son all the way you traveled. Yeah, all the way you traveled until you reached this place. But in spite of this, you did not trust Yahweh Elohim, who went before you on the journey to seek out a place for you to camp. He went in the fire by day, or by night, and in the cloud by day, to guide you on the road you were to travel. When the Lord Lord heard your words, he grew angry and swore an oath. None of these men in this evil generation will see the good land I swore to give to your fathers, except Caleb, the son of uh, Jephunneh, He will see it, and also I will give him and his descendants the land on which he has set his foot, because he followed the Lord completely. The Lord was angry with me also because of you, and said, You will not enter there either. Joshua, son of Nun, who attends you, will enter it. Encourage him, for he will enable Israel to inherit it. Your little children whom you said would be plunder, your sons who don't know good from evil, they will will enter there. I will give them the land, and they will take possession of it. But you are to turn back and head for the wilderness by way of the Red Sea. You answered me, we have sinned against the Lord. We will go up and fight just as the Lord our God commanded us. Then each of you put on his weapons of war and thought it would be easy to go up into the hill country. But the Lord said to me, tell them, don't go up and fight, for I am not with you to keep you from being defeated by your enemies. So I spoke to you, but you didn't listen. You rebelled against the Lord's command and defiantly went up into the hill country. Then the Amorites who lived there came out against you and chased you like a swarm of bees. They routed you from Seir as far as Hormah. When you returned, you wept before the Lord, but he didn't listen to your requests or pay attention to you. For this reason, you stayed in Kadesh as long as you did. I realize it's hard to substitute words in reading.
0: You know what I was like thought about? <laughs> um, right at the end, talking about, you know, you're going to go up here and you're not going to be able to take these guys. Makes you think about today, you know, as we're making our plans throughout our week or whatever we're doing, the task that seems so small might be the easiest to you, but could also be the hardest thing you ever did if you're doing without the father.
1: Dad, Something Dad, made me think of. What's a team <laughs> What
2: is it? I can't remember if it's Psalms or Proverbs, but many are the... I think it's Proverbs. Many are the thoughts of man's heart, but it is the Lord that instructs the path.
0: I think that was yesterday's psalm.
3: They they never listened to him.
0: (laughs) Nope. Yeah.
3: He just said that he would carry them like a man carries his child, you know, and go before them and fight. And they didn't trust him. Had had zero trust for him, you know. Of the (laughs) the and all them that Hmm. you know they just seen everything that went down in the wilderness. They didn't trust them.
2: It's amazing. um... Oh go ahead.
0: Yeah, go
2: ahead I was just gonna say we see in the next chapter that even when it comes to like Moab and uh, the descendants of Esau, all the people that they had defeated, Moshe makes the claim that the Lord drove their enemies out. so I think the statement stands if if you are before us, who could be against us? If he's for you, you know, which in some instances I guess would mean <laughs> that the other person's just worse than you are. You know, just like that's true. It's it's he that has the victory at the end.
0: Mm-hmm. So in verse five, it says, Across the Jordan in the land of Moab. Moses began, began to explain this law saying, does it ever say in the other books, Moses began to explain this law saying, does it ever say in Exodus, Numbers are, or um, Numbers or Leviticus?
3: Well, no, it, it says that it's the angel telling Moses to speak to the children of, of Israel.
0: Well, my question okay. is, well, what I'm saying is Moses began to explain this law saying and, you know, which called I me and Dustin talking about this week about in Nehemiah, the book or Ezra. They're talking about referring to the book of the law, They're referring to Deuteronomy. Because Deuteronomy basically had a lot of commands. I don't know. I was just curious if y'all anything about that.
1: I can't
0: understand your question, Michael. What I'm saying is because he said Moses began to explain this, I explain this law saying this law. I don't know if I've caught that in the other books where it says Moses began to explain this law, you know what I'm saying? Where he says that saying, and that would maybe give Koreans that this would be considered the book of the law, Deuteronomy, that maybe Nehemiah and them are talking about. Maybe,
3: because. In the other instances, like in Leviticus and stuff, it says, speak to the children of Israel and tell them. And then he does it, right? Mm-hmm. That's saying over here is like, you know, he begins to explain the book of the law. Well, it
2: makes yeah. me think of two things.
1: Oh. Yeah, what's that?
2: Exodus, Exodus 17, uh, 14, it says, and Yahweh said to Moshe, write this for a remembrance in the book and recite it in the hearing of jehoshua Joshua, that I shall completely blot out the remembrance of Amalek from under the heavens. That's one instance where there is a writing down something, you know, um, and then we're going to see later on in this book. I think it's...
0: What was that last verse? Exodus what? Uh seventeen,
2: verse fourteen. Oh, yeah. um, and in Deuteronomy, yeah, thirty one twenty-four. It says, And it came to be when Moshe had completed writing the words of this Torah in a book until their completion that Moshe commanded the Levites who bore the Ark of the Covenant of Yahweh, saying, Take this book of the Torah and you shall place it beside the Ark of the Covenant of Yahuwah your Elohim, and it shall be there as a witness against you. For I myself know your rebellion and your stiff neck. See why I am still alive with you today. You have been rebellious against Yahuwah. How much more after my death? Yeah. Which is that one. a That's a good one, you know, if you guys are into underlying stuff. I'll underline that. So <laughs> well,
0: Anyhow. I had to walk away for a second. Um what was that verse you said um after Exodus seventeen
2: four? Deuteronomy thirty one
0: twenty-four. Deuteronomy And um, also, right here, it says in 17, it says, Do not show partiality when deciding the case. Listen to the small and great alike. Do not be intimidated by anyone for judgment belongs to Yahweh. And bring me any case too difficult for you, and I will hear it at that time. I command you about all the things you were to do. And that definitely shows that there are... Probably in different places, you know, they had, you know, I would say they had like smaller groups, like congregations, you know, judging the people, wouldn't you say?
1: I can shirt.
2: Yeah, it was, it was commanded for them. We'll see that later. Well, yeah, it, you see it beforehand, but later on in Deuteronomy, it talks about the same thing that in your um, cities that you are to appoint judges. Yep. Uh, rule over
1: okay.
0: kind of like the supreme court lower courts mysterious yeah. oh. yes, but yes, there was one more thing yeah. Lena
1: okay. no. um
2: that and uh yeah the Levitical priests Remember, there was also Levites that were living among uh, each tribe. They were portioned out. You know, it wasn't like the Levites just all hung out over here and then everybody else had some because remember, they didn't have an inheritance. So the Levites were portioned and put in You know, a few here, a few there, all throughout the whole tribes, all the tribes. Uh, Deuteronomy 12 talks about that as well. You know, it's clear cut. I mean, the whole, you know, they don't have an inheritance, so where would they go? You know what I mean? There wasn't a temple at that time, so it's not like they just dwelled at the temple. They did hang by the tabernacle um, for the tenant meeting, but yeah, when it they settled done. in the land, all the Levites were kind of divvied up um, and they all dwelled, you know, a few around each tribe.
0: Yeah, and they would just kind of take care of them.
2: Yep. That's why um, it repeatedly says, "Do not, do not neglect the Levite or the foreigner."
0: Yeah, because the um, Levites are—they're just like, "Hey, man, got any food for me, bro?" Yeah. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. kind of hungry. <laughs> That's where the
2: tenth went. That's where your tithe was supposed to go, the tenth, of your contribution to the Lord. If the Levites' in portion was the Lord's, right, and your hmm. tenth of portion went to the Lord, your tenth went to the Levites.
0: Right. And then one more thing I want to bring up in this is in 35. It says, none of these men in this evil generation will see the good land I swore to give your fathers. Yeah. Is that tying in? Is that in Matthew in the Torah portion? Is that going to be in Matthew 24? Is that the verse I'm thinking of? How long must I put up this evil generation? Messiah is talking to the people?
2: Uh, It's very possible. Deuteronomy. It's Matthew 24, right? Yeah,
0: Matthew 24, 1 through 22. I think it says it in there somewhere. So I'll just leave it at that then.
2: Very well could be. Matthew twenty four is that. Yeah. That's
1: question?
2: a good one. Just for um ease. I'm gonna be reading that at TS two thousand nine. <laughs>
1: I'm
2: not uh I don't have the mental capacity right now to insert names. Um so yeah, I'm just gonna read the Yes, 2001. Nice to you. Anyways. <clears throat> Chapter 2. Deuteronomy. Then we turned and set out into the wilderness, the way of the uh, sea reeds, As Yahweh spoke to me, and we went round Mount Seir many days. And Yahweh spoke to me, saying, You have gone around this mountain long enough. Turn northward. And command the people, saying, You are about to pass over into the border of your brothers, the descendants of Esau, who live in Seir, and they are afraid of you, so be on your guard. Do not strive with them, for I do not give you any of their land. No, not so much as one footstep, because I have given Mount Seir to Esau as a possession. What food you buy from them with silver you shall eat, and also what water you buy from them with silver you shall drink. For Yahweh your Elohim has blessed you in all the work of your hand. He has known your wandering through this great wilderness. These 40 years, Yahweh your Elohim has been with you. You have not lacked any matter. And when we passed beyond our brothers, the descendants of Esau, who dwell in Seir, away from the way of the desert plain, away from Eliath or Elath and Etzion, Gibir, we turned and passed over by the way of the wilderness of Moab, and Yahuwah said to me, Do not distress Moab, nor stir yourself up against them in battle, for I do not give you any of their land as a possession, because I have given R to the descendants of Lot as a possession. The Emites had dwelt there, formerly, a people as great and numerous and as tall as the Anakim. They were also reckoned as Rephaites, like the Anakim, but the Moabites called them Emites. And the Horites, formerly, dwelt in Seir, but the descendants of Esau dispossessed them and destroyed them, from befo- yeah, and destroyed them from before them and dwelt in their place, as Yisrael did to the land of their possession, which Yahweh gave them. Now, rise up and pass over the Wadi Zered. So we passed over the Wadi Zered, and the time we took to come from Kadesh Barnea, until we passed over Into the wadi, Zared was thirty-eight years, until all the generation of the men of battle was consumed from the midst of the camp, as Yahweh had sworn to them. And also the hand of Yahweh was against them, to destroy them from the midst of the camp until they were consumed. And it came to be, when all the men of battle had finally perished from among the people that Yahweh spoke to me, saying, This day you are to pass over at Ar, the boundary of Moab. And when you come near the children of Ammon, Do not distress them, nor stir yourself up against them, for I do not give you any of the land of the children of Ammon as a possession, because I have given it to the descendants of Lot as a possession. That was also reckoned as a land of Rephaites. Rephaites formerly dwelt there, but the Ammonites called them Zemzumim, a people as great and numerous and tall as the Anakim. But Yahweh destroyed them before them, and they dispossessed them and dwelt in their place. As he had done for the descendants of Esau, who dwelt in Seir, when he destroyed the Horites from before them. They dispossessed them and dwelt in their place, even to this day. And I, I'm assuming this is Avim, 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 who dwelt in villages as far as azza the Kaftorim, who came from Kaftor, destroyed them and dwelt in their place. Arise, set out, and pass over the Wadi Arnon. See, I have given into your hand Sihon, the Amorite, sovereign of Heshbon, and his land. Begin to possess it, and stir up yourself against him in battle. This day I begin to put the dread and fear of you upon the peoples under all the heavens, who, when they hear the report of you, shall tremble and shake because of you. Then I sent messengers from the wilderness of Kedemoth, to Sihon, sovereign of Heshbon, with words of peace, saying, let me pass over through your land on the highway. I shall go on the highway and turn neither to the right nor to the left. What food you sell me for silver, I shall eat. And what water you give me for silver, I shall drink. Only let me pass over on foot, as the descendants of Esau, who dwell in Seir, and the Moabites, who dwell in Ar, did for me, until I pass over the jordan to the land Yahweh Elohim is giving us. The Sihon, sovereign of Heshbon, would not let us pass over, for Yahweh your Elohim hardened his spirit and strengthened his heart to give him into your hand, as it is this day. And Yahweh said to me, See, I have begun to give you Sihon and his land over to you. Begin to possess in order to possess his land. And Sihon and all his people came out against us to fight at Yehats, And Yahweh Elohim gave him over to us. So we struck him and his sons and all his people. And we took all his cities at that time, and we put the men, women, and little ones of every city under the ban. That means they destroyed all of them. We left none remaining, only the livestock we took as plunder for ourselves, and the spoil of the cities which we captured, from Aror, which is on, on the edge of the Wadi Arnon, and the city that is by the Wadi as far as Gilead. There was not one city too high for us. Yahweh Elohim gave, us, gave all to us. Only you did not hear or did not go near the land of the children of Ammon anywhere along the Wadi Yabbok or to the cities of the mountains or anywhere as Yahweh our Elohim commanded us.
1: You know, like Abba allowed them to kill all of them, even the children, don't you?
2: So that they, cause it talks to that later on. Uh, they did not <laughs> teach them their ways.
1: They was all those places that you just mentioned. Those were places where the offsprings of the Nephilims dwelled. That they were they were not of God's people. It was not his creation, the ones that lived there. Which
2: is what we were just talking about.
1: (laughs) No, some people want to use that and say God's mean hand, all of this, but he done that because those were the offsprings of, like you said, the man of old.
2: Yeah, I mean, it goes on uh, to talk about not... um, you know, taking any of them for wives, and or don't let your sons take them for wives, and don't let your um, daughters be given to them. So
1: it's also the places they send at.
3: Yes.
0: I have a screen share. No.
2: Maybe. Maybe. I can't. Oh. All
1: right. do.
0: I do other letter letters, <laughs> baby. You got it. Um. You
3: should
2: be able to, All right?
0: As long as you gave permission to it.
2: I'll we'll try.
1: Right. Hold on. Okay. Right. Okay.
0: Oh job, Hold on one second. Oh yeah, I can broadcast it. Right, hold oh, on. Wait,
1: my letters.
0: Some of the hand was pointed out earlier when we, were, when we were reading through it. So this e sword, go over here. So Genesis, I mean not Genesis, Deuteronomy two ten. The Anakim. The long necked. A tribe of giants, descendants of Anak, which to weld in southern canon.
3: Yeah.
0: Anaki. <laughs> makes you think of something on it. As far as the whole Anaki thing. I'm
1: gonna put in. And the whole
0: face I mean, you know, thing. Sons of,
2: sons of Anak, like, like they you know, talks about their regard as Anak. Like that, that in itself, that word in itself makes me think of like people talking about the Anunnaki and all that good stuff but like I was saying earlier uh like uh, brother Steve Martin had said actually um this law this book that we read you know you, people say there's like 613 laws and stuff like that and I don't I'm not dismissing the fact that there is instructions for us to follow in here but I don't look at it as like that um uh, I agree with what Steve Martin said because he said it's not that it's just a bunch of do's and don'ts. It is vital information. That's what this Torah is. Vital information. I agree with that. It's instructions for life. This is how we're supposed to conduct ourselves, number one. And then, (laughs) number two, you talk about like all the aliens and the mystical this and that and these beings and 30,000 planets and different galaxies. You definitely didn't read Genesis, did you? <laughs> it was Genesis one say God created the heavens and the earth? God, not some random occurrence of matter and particles slamming together and exploding it. You know, none of that. But when you don't look at this stuff like that, when you don't understand this Bible, you don't take this seriously, you're going to concoct all these different mythical ideas and stuff like that. But those aliens that people talk about, I don't think that it's aliens. I think that it's literally the... Like Tammy said, it was not God's creation. (laughs) The giants went into... Earthly women or the, the fallen angels went into earthly women and we got giants out know, of it.
1: Um Dick I was trying to get you more ago when you was talking about that, Dustin. Do you think I was trying to understand what you were saying? What did you was you saying that the Nephilims was the angels that fell?
2: Yeah.
1: I think the Nephilims was the generation from those, the next generation from those that feel, I could be, but the way I got mine is the man of old and then the Nephilim's and then there's two more. But as they, you know, generated out the height and everything started decreasing.
2: I could see the, the height decreasing aspect. Because I don't think, because uh, like Goliath was um, a giant, but I don't think that he was 36 feet tall. I don't remember how how tall it said that he was, but I don't think it was 36 feet. Now, the only reason I bring up the 36 feet is because Amos talks about being as tall as cedars, you know, the cedar trees, are pretty tall, 36 feet or so.
1: Now I wish i got a picture of that chart today, the senior. <laughs> but I'll you go back to it and try to find it. All right.
2: Don't worry. We're going to go back through Genesis, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I had told uh, Nicole or anybody else listening, but after we get through this Deuteronomy portion, and I'm not rushing it. We're going to do the weekly Torah portions every week, same way we have been. But once we get to the end of this, um, after Deuteronomy 34, we're going to go right back to the beginning and start from chapter one, verse one, and go through as slow as we need to throughout the entire Torah instead of doing a structured, you know, read these three chapters today. <laughs> We're just going to go through and break it down little by little. So, but Let's go to chapter 3 now. And we'll read to verse 22. Finish out the Torah part of this portion. And move on to the half Torah. says <clears throat> then, then we turned and went up the way to Bashan and Og Sovereign of Bashan, came out against us, he and all his people, to battle at Adriaan. And Yahweh said to me, Do not fear him, for I have given him and all his people and his land into your hand. And you shall do to him as you did to Sihon, sovereign of the Amorites, who dwelt at Heshbon. So Yahweh your Elohim also gave into our hands Og, sovereign of Bashan, with all his people, and we struck him until he had no survivors remaining. And we captured all his cities at that time, and there was not a city which we did not take from them. Sixty cities, all the district of Argo, the reign of Og, and Bashan. All the cities were fenced with high walls, gates, and bars, besides a great many unwalled towns. And we put them under the ban, utterly destroyed, as we did the Sion, sovereign of Heshbon, putting the men, the wi- women, and the children of every city under the ban. Again, just destroying. All of them. But all the livestock and the spoil of the cities we took as booty for ourselves. As spoils. Booty. That's funny. Yes. And at that time we took the land from the hand of the two sovereigns of the Amorites that was beyond the Odin, from the Wadi Arnon to Mount Hermon. Sidonians C- called Hermon Syrian, and the Amorites called it Sinir. All the cities of the plain, all Gilead and all Bashan, as far as Salka and Edriai, cities of the reign of Og in Bashan, for only Og, sovereign of Bashan, was left of the remnant of the Rephites. See, his bedstead was an iron bedstead. Is it not in Rabah of the children of Ammon? Nine cubits is its length, length, and four cubits is its width, according to the cubit of a man. And this land, which we possessed at that time from Aror, which is by the Wadi Arnon, and half the mountains of Gilead and its cities I gave to the Reubenites and the Gadites, and the rest of Gilead and all Bashan, the reign of Og, I gave to half the tribe of Manasseh, all the district of Argob, with all Bashan, called the land of the Raphaites. Yair, son of Manasseh, had taken all the district of Argob as far as the border of the Gergesites, or the Geshrites, my bad, and the Me'ach, Meachathites, and called them after its own name, the Bashan of Havoth-Gair, to this day. And to Makir I gave Gilead, and to the Reubenites and the Gadites I gave from Gilead as far as the Wadi Arnon, the middle of the Wadi, as the border, as far as the Wadi Yabok, the border of the children of Ammon, the desert and the desert plain with the Yarden as the border, from Kinnereth as far as the sea of the Araba, the Salt Sea, below the slopes of Pisgah on the east, and I commanded you at that time, saying, Yahweh your Elohim has given you this land to possess. All you, sons of might, pass over armed before your brothers, the children of Israel. But let your wives and your little ones and your livestock, I know that you have much livestock, stay in your cities which I have given you, until Yahweh has given rest to your brothers as to you, and they also possess the land which Yahweh your Elohim has given them beyond the Jordan. Then you shall return. Each man to his possession, which I have given you. And I commanded Jehoshua at that time, saying, Your eyes have seen all that Yahweh your Elohim has done to these two sovereigns. Yahweh does the same to all the reigns which you are passing over. Do not fear them, for Yahweh your Elohim himself fights for you. And yes, I still laugh at the word booty.
1: <laughs> that don't mean booty, booty.
2: <laughs> I know, but it just always throws me off because I think I think HCSB puts like spoils. Well, T S two thousand nine says booty. <laughs> yeah, it says the livestock and the spoil from cities as plunder for ourselves. Verse seven, yes, two thousand six says, says, "All the booty yeah. <laughs> I've given you, all the booty from from the war."
0: <laughs> One of the biggest points, though, at the end of this oh. was to show Joshua to be strong, and courageous, showing the father's hand and showing what he can do. That way, yeah. when Joshua planned to possess it, they would have the strength. He would have the strength and the courage to do so. He
2: was. He kept telling, them, encourage Joshua, encourage Joshua, encourage Joshua.
0: You know. And also, there's a lot of. I mean, if you go deeper into the history, that which would take a long time for us to break all that down. But that's the <laughs> gist of what I got just reading through it, though.
1: You can go another way to this tour portion, where it shows. Um, write this down, Dustin. Tell me what this word is. E. Okay.
2: I just said it. Then all right.
1: What is it? E. M. U. N. A. H.
2: You say E-M-U-N-A-H?
1: Yeah,
2: H. H is in happy? Heart, yeah.
1: Okay. It means faith in Hebrew. Hmm. But it, It's pronounced can... na, Say faith. it again. Emunah. Yes, that's it it can show you the 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 emphasis that God had towards these people the power in the deeds that he done and, in, and God giving the understanding of his Torah of why he told them to do the things that he done that's the what I studied on this time around on it is the rebuking the reproving and the way to do it tie Isaiah 1 1 through 27 into it and it gives a whole lot more into it too I
2: think this was
1: um make your hearts.
2: Telling Micah and Jimmy that uh, Deuteronomy is probably like my favorite book, honestly. And the whole the whole Bible, Deuteronomy, just because it's clear cut. It's a summary, you know, in the beginning, and it's clear cut instructions. Um, there's an admonishing to the people. There's a also, you know, it tells them, like, you guys are going to fail. <laughs> you guys are going to, I've done seen you mess this up so many times. I know you know how much more so after I'm gone you know but he tells them like you know you will be uh, as we'll see later on in the chapter you know you will be separated you'll be scattered you'll be cast out into the nations but you return back to this law and call upon the name of Ahua. he will gather you back together
1: You know, it was neat the way um, it was like he tied Moses, Isaiah and Yeshua into it. And I thought it was so neat, you know, how to show how to rebuke the people, to reprove the people, but to do it in a way that would show God's character.
2: can say something,
0: Micah. i was saying, amen.
2: Oh. Well, you unmuted and muted too fast because I didn't hear
0: a word. <laughs> and now I got my thought back in. She's like, don't no, watch pictures and stuff. I'm trying to have too much background noise. Yeah, I was
1: making pictures for you. I know. Justin, Deuteronomy is my favorite too. Like when we first came to Torah, like my little Bible that CJ had bought me,
2: like Deuteronomy is like highlighted, underlined, all the things like over and over and over again. Cause I just read it over and over and over again. Yeah. I've been, I've been going through it many, many, many times. Um, I got to the point, uh, um, <laughs> Like when I'm out mowing grass, I will put my headset in and I've got the uh, HCSB uh, downloaded on YouTube. Like some of my downloaded videos or whatever, um, so I can listen to it when I don't have service. I did that when I was working at FedEx, but because um, I didn't have service. But so I start or I'll I'll, I'll play it while I'm mowing grass, you know, so I don't lose service or whatever. Or it doesn't matter if I lose service. Uh, I listen to it over and over and over and over and there's so much in there man there is there's so much even got and that's what i was telling jimmy uh yesterday i think about and you got the song of moses which one of these days i'm going to memorize because after all we're all going to be singing it right what the book of revelation says you're singing the
0: song
1: i'm going to I need I've been saying for three years. I'm gonna learn it and ain't learn it yet. I need my behind whipped.
0: Well, we can we can hold each other accountable and learn how to how to present one night. Somebody needs to
2: find somebody that has put in the uh like the notes together, like the pitch of the song together so that we know how exactly to sing it.
0: We'll just make math case.
2: Oh. oh, yeah.
1: The of the God it in not sound. Yeah, it does. All
2: right, we'll check. We'll 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 check that out then. The reason I say that is because it's so much easier if you get into, uh, like singing it, like on key, like that, and not just memorizing word for word. When you get into, um, like actually singing it, you know what I mean. It's it's easier to remember it than it is to just kind of go through, like, you know, thus says the Lord, Moses. (laughs) You know what I mean? It just, I don't know, it just makes it so much easier. I went through, uh, it's like the psalm. I'm sure everybody here knows that psalms are supposed to be sung, right? So you get through, and the the way that I memorized Psalm 1 was, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the, se- or the way of the sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Right? And yeah, it's KJV. So. But there was a YouTube channel, I don't know if it still exists, but it was called like Psalms Sung, and they went through and like, uh, they they it's kind of like a operatic you know, like it's kind of like opera-ish. But it was the Psalms song, literally. And I was like, I'd listened to that on the way to work years ago. And because, and of, because
0: that, of that, I have I have like, like
2: Psalms music. Psalms minute.
1: Minute. Micah has a whole playlist on his YouTube channel of the Psalms song.
0: Well, you have to, well, say, you have to say, I do not know more. I didn't get, I to, get, to, get to go through the
2: whoa there's that super
1: yeah anyways um yeah we'll do
2: that though uh, I think that's a good thing for us to do anybody that wants to get involved with that well you know We'll get together and we'll start singing it together. I think it'll only take a couple times. You just take the lyrics, put them right in front of you, and read it while you're listening to somebody sing it and sing it over and over and over and over and over, and, over and, over and you'll have it memorized. That's literally, I mean, it took like a handful of times for the Psalms part, and it just, boom, and it'll stay with you. And it's interesting. Psalms 1, you know. His delight is in the law of the Lord, right? And that was back in like 2015, 2016, and here I am. My delight
0: is the law of the Lord.
2: Anyways, what do you say, Michael?
0: (laughs) The whole Bible.
2: Yeah, just start singing it. Well, if you think about
0: it legitimately, like, you know, people growing up, I know a lot of people in here probably listen to music. I'm sure you can still memorize when someone starts playing that tune. Like, oh, i remember that song.
1: Like, yeah. um, I have a target. I have a target
0: then, yeah,
2: Target, yes. Uh, YouTube, by the way, Nicole, she yes, asked where I had heard it sung. It was on YouTube. Well, I had to find the, I looked not too long ago to see if I could find it. Like I said, I didn't see, I I vaguely remember it being called like Psalms Sum or something like that, and it was a. Uh... I think there were multiple people that did it, but I I, I very fondly remember uh, the the woman doing it because uh, she had a pretty good voice, you know, and she was singing and it was kind of, it wasn't opera, but it was like in the operatic like type of genre or whatever. Yeah, back in like 2015, 2016, I'd, I'd be driving to work listening to Psalms being sung Jimmy. And I'd be stuck in my head and, you know, go throughout your day. Having a bad day and you're just like, blessed is the man. Walk it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Good for you. Anyways, we're going to go to Isaiah 1 now. Am I supposed to read this out of the Septuagint or do you, it doesn't matter? Micah.
0: I oh, will just read it
2: out of the Septuagint. I also don't know if this one this will be the Lexham Septuagint. I don't know if it does the same. Uh, we noticed some differences earlier. Anyone curious? In Isaiah 1 and the Brenton Septuagint and the uh, Masoretic text. So I will read from the Lexham Septuagint. This is Isaiah 1. We're going to read 1 to 27. And it says, The vision that Isaiah, son of Amos, saw, which he saw against Judea and against Jerusalem during the reign of Uzziah and Jotham and Ahaz and Hezekiah, who ruled Judea. Hear, O heaven, and hearken, O earth, because the Lord has spoken. I fathered and raised sons, but they have rejected me. An ox knows its owner, and a donkey the feeding trough of its master. But Israel has not known me, and the people have not understood me. Woe to you, sinful nation, people full of sin, evil seed, lawless sons! You have forsaken the Lord, and you provoked the Holy One of Israel to anger. Why should you be smitten still, continuing in lawlessness? Every head is in distress, and every heart is in sorrow. From feet to head, neither a wound, nor a bruise, nor a purulent blow. There is no emollient to put on, or oil, or bandages. Your land is deserted. Your cities are burned. As for your territory, foreigners devour it before you, and it has been made desolate, overthrown by a foreign people. The daughter of Zion will be left behind like a tent in a vineyard. And like a garden watcher's hut in a cucumber bed, like a besieged city. And if the Lord, Sabaoth, had not left a seed or a remnant, we would have become like Sodom, and we would have been made like Gomorrah. Hear the word of the Lord, rulers of Sodom. Pay attention to the law of God, people of Gomorrah. What is the multitude of your sacrifices to me, says the Lord? I am full of burnt offerings and rams, and I do not wish for the fat of lambs and the blood of bulls and he-goats, not even if you come to appear before me. For who sought these things from your hands, trampling my court? You shall not continue. If you bring fine flour, it is pointless. Incense is an abomination to me. I do not tolerate your new moon festivals and Sabbaths and great days. Fasting and rest and your new moons and your festivals my soul hates. You have become excess to me. I will no longer forgive your sins. When you stretch out your hands, I will turn back my eyes away from you. And if you increase your petition, I will not listen to you, for your hands are full of blood. Wash yourselves. Become clean. Remove the vices from yourselves. Desist from your vices before my eyes. Learn to do good. Seek out fair judgment. Rescue one who has been wronged. Give a fair judgment to the orphan and vindicate the widow. And come, let us dispute, says the Lord. And if your sins are like red, I will whiten them like snow. And if they are like scarlet, I will whiten them like wool. And if you are willing and listen to me, you will eat the good things of the land. But if you are not willing and do not listen to me, a sword will devour you. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken these things. How did a faithful city, Zion, full of justice, become a prostitute? She in whom justice slept in her, but now murderers do. Your silver is not genuine. Your innkeepers mix the wine with water. Your rulers resist companions of thieves, lovers of gifts, pursuers of rewards, not judging the fatherless, not disregarding the case of widows, or and disregarding the case of widows. On account of this, this is what the Lord, the master, said says. Woe to you who have power over Israel. For my wrath will not cease among the opponents, and I will execute fair judgment from my enemies, and I will bring my hand upon you and burn you into something clean, and I will destroy those who resist, and I will take all lawbreakers away from you, and I will establish your judges as in earlier times, and your counselors as from the beginning. And after these things it will be called City of Righteousness, Faithful Metropolis Zion, for her captivity will escape with justice and with mercy. And that's the end of that. It definitely reads different in the uh, Septuagint. I actually like it. <laughs> Metropolis, he says.
0: What did you read that out
2: of? That's the Lexan Septuagint and uh yeah. 14, yeah, it says I will no longer forgive your sins. It's mm. it's funny too because when you go on, it it I mean it lines up, man. When you go on, he talks about uh wash yourselves, etc. etc. Um uh if you are willing. Yeah, he goes on to talk about he will whiten your sins. If they're like red, he will whiten them like snow. That is verse 17. And it should say it. You know? Yeah, verse 18 in the Masoretic. It says, come, let us discuss this. It says the Lord, though your sins are like scarlet, they will be white as snow. So in the Septuagint, it talks about, uh, I will not forgive your sins if you continue on in this sin." Which we'll address. He's not saying don't keep the Sabbath, don't keep none of these things. He's saying that he's tired of looking at it because it's more of just like a going through the motions. As you see in the rest of it, he's rebuking them because they're doing all these wicked things. They're neglecting the poor. They're neglecting the widow, the orphans. Um, they don't have just weights. And he's saying, So you're you're just coming to do these things like going through the motions. And Mm -hmm. it's detestable to him now because you're not doing it. You're you're neglecting, like Messiah says, like the words from Yeshua himself. You neglect the weightier matters of the Torah. Mm -hmm. You're not taking care of the people. (laughs) And so, because you're neglecting these things, and you come before me to do these these you know my sabbaths to perform uh the sin sacrifices and stuff like that it's it's detestable to him because it's not how he intended it.
0: <laughs> Go ahead, Mike Um I want to read, Yeah, you know, just in case everyone didn't catch though, the difference between the Masoretic and the Septuagint and 14. And we got the Masoretic, says, I hate your new moon festivals and your point of feasts. They have become a burden to me. I am weary of bearing them. As we were just talking about in 14 in Septuagint, it says, your fasting and resting from work, your new moons also, and your feasts my soul hates. You have become loathsome to me. I will no more pardon your sins. And another thing to look at too is in 24, we do 24 and 25. And the Masoretic says, therefore, Yahweh Elohim of hosts, the mighty one of Israel declares, "Ah, I will be relieved of my adversaries and avenge myself and on my foes. I will also turn my hand against you and will smelt away your dross, and as with lie, and will remove all your alloy." And this right here says in twenty four. Therefore, this is in Septuagint now. Therefore, thus saith Yahweh the the Elohim I'm sorry this is yahweh yahweh of hosts woe to the mighty men of israel for my wrath shall not cease against mine adversaries and i will execute judgment on mine enemies and i will bring my hand upon thee and purge thee completely and i will destroy the rebellious and i will take away from thee all transgressors sounds a lot different to me as far as it's now a lot deeper a punishment right there than just um I will smelt away your dross as with lye and I will remove all your alloy. But and also I don't know, it's just worded a little bit differently. I know. Mean, something for y'all to look at for y'all subs. Appreciate that. That's why I read it out of the
2: up to it, and I asked you if you wanted me to, and you didn't answer, so was I was going to get it.
0: <laughs> I was getting my daughter some bread.
2: Mom always said, any excuse is better than mine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go back to the Masoretic thing. Or, him, or, or, Nehemiah, or Nehemiah. However you want to say it.
0: Yeah, they look about the same in Nehemiah.
2: to <laughs> yeah we will be uh starting that later on too, differences in the Masoretic and whatnot. what not what <laughs> not got a new, new here, my chapter. Nine, and it says, "I think it's, I think it's Nehemiah, <clears throat> one through twenty-four, chapter nine. It says this: On the twenty-fourth day." Of this month, uh, the children of Israel were assembled with fasting and in sackcloth and with earth on them and dirt. And the descendants of Israel separated themselves from all foreigners and stood and confessed their sins and the crookednesses of their fathers. And they stood up in their place and read from the book of the Torah of Yahuwah, their Elohim, a fourth part of the day. And a fourth part, they were confessing and worshiping Yahweh their Elohim. Then Yeshua and Benai, Kadmiel, Shabaniah, Bunai, Sherebyah, Benai, Kenanai stood on the stairs of the Levites and cried out with a loud voice to Yahweh their Elohim. Then the Levites, Yeshua and Kadmiel, Benai, Ash Ashabaniah, yeah, <laughs> Sherebyah, Odiyah, Shabaniah, Pethah, or Said, Rise, bless Yahweh your Elohim forever and ever, and let them bless your esteemed name, which is exalted above all blessing and praise. You are Yahweh, you alone. You have made the heavens, the heavens of the heavens, with all their host, the earth and all that are on it, the seas and all that are in them. And you give life to them, and the host of the heavens are bowing themselves to you. You are Yahweh, the Elohim who chose Abram. And brought him out of the Ur of the Chaldees, and gave him the name of Abraham or Avraham, and found his heart trustworthy before you, and made a covenant with him to give the land of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, and the Perizzites, and the Jebusites, and the Girgashites, to give it to his seed. And you have established your words, for you are righteous, and saw the affliction of our fathers in Mizraim, and heard their cry by the sea of reeds. And gave signs and wonders against Pharaoh, and against all his servants, and against all the people of his land. For you knew that they acted proudly against them. And you made a name for yourself, as it is this day. And you split the sea before them, and they passed over into the midst of the sea on the dry land. And their pursuers you threw into the deep as a stone into the mighty waters. And you led them by day with a cloudy column. And by night with a column of fire, to give them light in the way they were to go. And you came down on Mount Sinai, and, get, and spoke with them from the heavens, and gave them from straight right rulings and Torah of truth, good laws and commands. And you made known to them your set apart Sabbath, and you commanded them commands and laws and Torah by the hand of Moshe your servant. And you gave them bread from the heavens for their hunger, and brought them water out of the rock for their thirst and said to them to go in to possess the land which you had sworn to give them. But they and our fathers acted proudly, and hardened their necks, and did not obey your commands. And they refused to obey, and they remembered not your wonders that you did among them, and hardened their necks. And in their rebellion they appointed a leader to return to their bondage. But you are a forgiving Elohim, showing favor and compassion patient, and of great loving commitment, and did not forsake them, even when they made a molded calf for themselves, and said, This is your mighty one that brought you up out of midspray, and worked great blasphemies. Yet you, in your great compassion, did not forsake them in the wilderness. The column of cloud did not turn away from them by day to lead them on the way, nor the column of fire by night to give them light in the way they were to go. You also gave your good spirit to instruct them, and did not withhold your manna from their mouth, and gave them water for their thirst. And for forty years you sustained them in the wilderness. They lacked not. Their garments did not wear out, and their feet did not swell. And you gave them rains and peoples, and apportioned them their lot. So they took possession of the land of Sihon, and the land of of the sovereign of Heshbon, and the land of Og, sovereign of Bashan. And you increased their children as the stars of the heavens, and brought them into the land which you had said, to their fathers to go in and possess. So the sons went and then went in and possessed the land, and you humbled before them the people of the land, the Canaanites, and gave them into their hands with their sovereigns and the people of the land to do with them as they desired.
0: I would like to read Deuteronomy 4, uh, starting 29. But from there, you will search for Yahweh, your Elohim, and you will find him when you seek him with all your heart and all your soul. When you are in distress and all these things have happened to you, you will return to Yahweh, your Elohim, in the latter days and obey him. He will not leave you, destroy you, or forget the covenant with your fathers that he swore to them by oath, because Yahweh, your Elohim, is a compassionate Elohim.
2: What is this? I can see. I can. I was saying, Yep.
0: And also, we could read some of those verses I was reading earlier that go along with confessing. Actually, you know, we're going back to, let's see these verses. Actually, I just got one over here. About this. So Leviticus 26, 39 through 40, those who survive in the lands of your enemies will waste away because of their sin. They will also waste away because of their father's sins along with theirs. But if they will confess their sin and the sin of their fathers, their unfaithfulness that they practice against me and how they acted with hostility toward me. And then, um, and then Daniel nine four, and I prayed to Yahweh, my Elohim, and confessed and said, O Yahweh, the great and wonderful Elohim, keep Him Thy covenant and Thy mercy to them that love Thee, and to them that keep the commandments. We have sinned. Second John one six. And this is the love that we should walk after his commandments. This is the commandment, even as you heard from the beginning that you should walk in it. In 1 John 5, 3, of course, for this is the love of Yahweh, that we keep his commandments and His commandments are not grievous. Back to Exodus 20, verses 5 through 6. You must not bow down or worship them for I, Yahweh, your Elohim, a jealous Elohim, punishing the children for the father's sin to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing faithful love to those to a thousand generations of those I mean to, love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commands, and then this last one Deuteronomy four eleven through nineteen. uh Actually, I'm not gonna read that whole thing, but um, I'm just gonna leave that one out. Actually, it's all, well, well, it was good. But anyways, my point is. They were basically breaking their generational curses, I think, right here in um Nehemiah nine two says those of the Israelite descent separated themselves from all foreigners and they stood confess their sins and the guilt of their fathers. And he says, We confess, you know, we can we can break these things, we can be forgiven of these things. So just wanna put that in there.
1: Like I break mama's sign. That day of atonement, Micah. They was doing that. Man. Like I break mama's sign
0: on Saturday. Uh huh. I said, "Amen." I, I would say so. Yeah.
1: Man, um, this
0: is the twenty fourth of
2: the month. Um. Okay, We're gonna talk about confessing the sins of up to the fathers. We can go into Daniel chapter nine. Talks about Daniel's prayer. <clears throat> I'm not gonna read it. I'm just I'm just throwing it out there.
0: <laughs> what versus Daniel's prayer?
2: In the very beginning of chapter nine, he goes on. It, it's at first, he talks about reading Jeremiah, which you know, you got a prophet that's reading another prophet, so yeah, <laughs> but it goes into his prayer, so. <clears throat>
0: The point wow. that all throughout scripture, though, is the main thing is we always are going to see. And this is something that so many people are lacking today. It's always go back to the commandments. And we've been told that from the beginning. When we failed, he brought us back to his commandments. When the people, you know, did good, he brought them to the land. Then they messed up again. They were punished. It's a constant recycling thing. And the only way you're going to be able to break it for you and your children is to keep the commandments of Yahweh, just as Jesus was telling people to do, was keep the commandments. He was here. He was a messenger from the Father. Keep the commandments. Do this, and you shall prosper. You'll live. But if you don't do this, you shall die. It's Then the message, the whole Bible, it all comes down to just literally listening to your Heavenly Father and being obedient and stop being disobedient and start doing what he wants of you what he requires of you what he how he wants you to walk he he wants what's good for you as a child just mm-hmm. as my children I punish them I chastise my children just as my heavenly father chastises me so thank you baby
3: hey it says in it says in dude yeah. 6 24 and 25 it says the lord commanded us to do all these statutes to fear the Lord our God for our good always that he might preserve us alive as it is this day and it shall be our righteousness if we observe to do all these commands for the Lord our God as he hath commanded us
2: sounds an awful lot like Luke 1 6 to me yeah
3: <laughs>
1: yes
2: sir <clears throat> y'all uh You know, get into some extra biblical stuff. We got some fascinating ones this week.
1: Yes, I'm doing making on it.
2: (laughs) We got (laughs) we got Second Baruch one through seven, which isn't terribly long. Uh, And then we have the Testament of Job one, one through twenty eight, and then of course some. Snippets from Jubilees. So I'll start with Baruch. This is second Baruch. And it says. And it happened in the 25th year of Jeconiah, the king of Judah, that the word of the Lord came to Baruch, son of Nerea, and said to him, Have you seen all that this people are doing to me, the evil things which the two tribes which remained have done, more than the ten tribes which were carried away into captivity? For the former tribes were forced by their kings to sin, but these two have themselves forced and compelled their kings to sin. Behold, therefore, I shall bring evil upon this city and its inhabitants, and it will be taken away from before my presence for a time. And I shall scatter this people among the nations, that they may do good to the nations, and my people will be chastened. And the time will come that they will look for that which can make their times prosperous. Chapter 2. This then I have said to you that you may say to Jeremiah and all those who are like you that you may retire from this city, for your works are for this city like a firm pillar and your prayers like a strong wall. Chapter 3. And I said, O Lord, my Lord, have I therefore come into the world to see the evil things of my mother? No, my Lord. If I have found grace in your eyes, take away my spirit first, that I may go to my fathers, and I may not see the destruction of my mother. For from two sides I am hard-pressed. I cannot resist you, but my soul also cannot behold the evil of my mother. But one thing I shall say in your presence. O Lord, now what will happen after these things? For if you destroy your city and deliver up your country to those who hate us, how will the name of Israel be remembered again? Or how will we speak about your glorious deeds? Or to whom again will that which is in your law be explained? Or will the universe return to its nature and the world back to its original silence? And will the multitude of the souls be taken away and will not the nature of man be mentioned again? And where is all that which you said to Moses about us? And the Lord said to me, This city will be delivered up for a time, and the people will will be chastened for a time, and the world will not be forgiven. Or do you think that this is or that this is the city of which I said, On the palms of my hands I have carved you? It is is it is not, sorry, this building that is in your midst now. It is that which will be revealed with me, and that already. For that was already prepared from the moment that I decided to create paradise, or the Garden of Eden. And I showed it to Adam before he sinned. But when he transgressed the commandment, it was taken away from him, as also paradise. After these things, I showed it to my servant Abraham in the night between the portions of the victims. And again, I showed it to Moses on Mount Sinai when I showed him the likeness of the tabernacle and all its vessels. Behold, now it is preserved with me as also paradise. Now go away and do as I commanded you. And I answered and said, So then I shall be guilty in Zion, that your haters will come to this place and pollute your sanctuary and carry off your heritage into captivity and rule over them whom you love. And then you will go away again to the land of their idols and boast before them. And what have you done to your great name? And the Lord said to me, My name and my glory shall last until unto eternity. My judgment, however, shall assert its rights in its own time. And you shall see with your eyes that the enemy shall not destroy Zion and burn Jerusalem, but they shall serve the judge for a time. You, however, go away and do all which I have said to you. And I went away and took with me Jeremiah and Adu and Saraiah and Jabish and Gedaliah and all the nobles of the people. And I brought them to the valley of Kidron, and told them all which had been said to me. And they raised their voices, and they all lamented. And we sat there and fasted until evening. Now it happened on the following day, this chapter 6, behold, an army of the Chaldeans surrounded the city. And in the evening I, Baruch, left the people, went outside, and set myself by an oak, And I was grieving over Zion and sighed because of the captivity which had come upon the people. And behold, suddenly a strong spirit lifted me and carried me above the wall of Jerusalem. And I saw, and behold, there were standing four angels at the corners of the city, each of them with a burning torch in his hand. And another angel came down from heaven and said to them, Hold your torches and do not light them before I say it to you, because I was sent first to speak a word to the earth, and then to deposit it or yeah, and to deposit in it what the Lord the Most High has commanded me. And I saw that that he descended in the holy of holies, and that he took from there the veil, the holy ephod, the mercy seat, the two tables, the holy raiment of the priests, the altar of incense, the forty-eight precious stones with which the priests were clothed, and all the holy vessels of the tabernacle, and he said to the earth with a loud voice, Earth, 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 hear the word of the mighty God and receive the things which I commit to you and guard them until the last times so that you may restore them when you are ordered so that strangers may not get possession of them. For the time has arrived when Jerusalem will all also be delivered up for a time until the moment that it it will be said that it will be restored forever. And the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them up. And after this chapter seven, after these things, I heard the heard this angel saying to the angels who held the torches, now destroy the walls and overthrow them to their foundations so that the enemies do not boast and say, we have overthrown the wall of Zion and we have burnt down the place of the mighty God. And they restored me to the place where I once stood. Don't everybody speak at once.
0: Sorry. Right. Sorry about that. <laughs> I was I was helping my daughter with a picture. Um <clears throat>
2: so this is not part of the portion, but I wanted to read this. Um Yeah. Revelation eleven nineteen, God's temple that is in heaven was opened, and the ark of the Lord's covenant was seen in his temple. Lightnings, sounds, thunders, and an earthquake, and a great hell followed. Revelation 11 speaks about the ark of the covenant, right? If the ark... Uh,
0: had the law written, had the law in it.
2: The ark was taken up in heaven.
0: And it had the so law we, written down.
2: just like you this is why in uh, 2nd Ezra 14 the law had to be rewritten.
0: Because it was taken up. Some say that um, I was listening the other day that uh, Matthew was talking about the reason why they could also been was because there was a lot of people speaking Aramaic at the time. Like they have been also for that. Not sure
2: what, though. for the rewriting?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, that's interesting considering that 2nd Esther literally says that it was burnt. The law has been burned.
0: Yeah. They
1: Mama like
2: it. And I think that it was... I think it's in reference literally to the um, capturing of the city. Because Baruch... Baruch and Jeremiah was right before the taking and then you have Ezra and uh Mahima right at the end. Did, out.
0: did um does it say in second Ezra's that angels ministered to Ezra about it? Like they did to Moses?
2: About the law? No. Hmm. It just does it it speaks in the idea of drinking the spirit. Basically, they was given a cup, he drank the cup, and it was like it had like the appearance of fire. Um, he had been given the spirit, and yeah.
1: Mm. It was interesting. That's interesting. That's very tough.
2: I'm trying to, there's a way that these are labeled as interesting. Um. Yeah, we'll wait on the Testament of Job. We'll wait on that. Yeah. You might even read it after. It's interesting, but the way that it's, The way that it's labeled out is different in this book. I'll see if I can't find something different. We'll skip it for now and go to uh, Jubilees. We'll still read the Job 42 out of the Septuagint. While we're on the topic of things being different in the Septuagint.
3: (laughs) You say Job 42?
2: Yeah.
0: Right? We got to be brands. Huh? We got to be brands.
2: Sir, I'm American. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Now, it's a read
3: 4317.
2: Oh. Um, all right. So we're going to read Jubilee we'll go backwards. Jubilees twenty one thirteen. It says this. Yeah, one through thirteen. <clears throat> in the fortieth or forty-second Jubilee, in the first year of the seventh week, Abraham called Ishmael and his twelve sons, and Isaac, his two sons, or and his two sons, and the six sons of Ketarah and their sons, and he commanded them that they should observe the way of the Lord that they should work righteousness and love each his neighbor and act on this manner among all men, that they should each so walk with regard to them as to do judgment and righteousness on the earth, that they should circumcise their sons according to the covenant which he had made with them and not deviate to the right hand or to the left hand of all the paths which the Lord had commanded us. And that we should keep ourselves from all fornication and uncleanness, renounce from among us all fornication and uncleanness. And if any woman or maid commit fornication among you, burn her with fire, and let them not commit fornication with her after their eyes and their heart, and let them not take to themselves wives from the daughters of Canaan, for the seed of Canaan will be rooted out of the land. And he told them of the judgment of the giants and the judgment of the Sodomites, how they had been judged on account of their wickedness, and they had died on account of their fornication and uncleanness, and mutual corruption through fornication, and guard yourselves from all fornication and uncleanness, and from all pollution of sin, lest you make our name a curse, and your whole life a hissing, and all your sons be destroyed by the sword, and you become accursed like Sodom, and all your remnant as the sons of Gomorrah. I implore you, my sons, love the God of heaven, and cleave you to all his commandments. Walk not after their idols, and after their uncleanness, and make not for yourselves molten or graven gods, for they are vanity, and there is no spirit in them, for they are the work of men's hands. And all who trust in them, trust in nothing. Serve them not, nor worship them, but serve you the Most High God, and worship him continually, and hope for his countenance always, and work uprightness and righteousness before him, that he may have pleasure in you and grant you his mercy, and send rain upon you morning and evening, and bless all your works which you have wrought upon the earth, and bless your bread and your water, and bless the fruit of your womb and the fruit of your land, and the herds of your cattle, and the flocks of your sheep. And you will be for a blessing on the earth, and all nations of the earth will desire you and bless your sons in my name, that they may be blessed as I am. And he gave to Ishmael and to his sons and to the sons of Keturah gifts, and he sent them away from Isaac his son, and he gave everything to Isaac his son, and Ishmael and his sons and the sons of Keturah and their sons went together and dwelt from Paran to the entering in of in of Babylon, and all the land which is toward the east facing the desert. And these mingled with each other, and their name was called Arabs and Ishmaelites.
0: Well, let me think of uh, Leviticus twenty one. Um, verse uh, starting 7 says they are not to marry a woman defiled by prostitution they are not to marry one divorced by her husband for the priest is holy to his Elohim you are to consider him holy since he presents the food of your Elohim he will be holy to you because I Yahweh who sets you apart am holy if a priest's daughter defiles herself by promiscuity, she defiles her father and she must be burned up. It made me think of when you're talking about burned by fire, the woman. So mm-hmm. promiscuity, that can also be um defiled by idols too, right? Look it up.
2: There yeah go to okay. This is like adultery. I mean, you have your spiritual application of adultery, hoarding after other gods, and you have your physical application of adultery, which is literally sleeping with another yep. man's wife. Yep. You believe me in Scripture, anyways. <laughs> We're gonna go to chapter eight now. Uh, this is ten through twenty-one. And it came to pass in the beginning of the thirty-third jubilee that they divided the earth into three parts, for Shem and Ham and Japheth, according to the inheritance of each. And the first year and the first week, then one of us who had been sent was with them. And he called his sons, and they drew nigh to him, they and their children. And he divided the earth into lots, which his sons were to take in possession and they re- reached out their hands and took the writing out of the bosom of Noah, their father. And there came out on the writing as Shem's lot, the middle of the earth, which he s- should take as an inheritance for himself and for his sons for the generations of eternity. From the middle of the mountain the range of Rapha, then or from the mouth of the water from from the river Tina. Uh, and his portion goes towards the west through the midst of the river. And it extends until it reaches the water of the abysses, out of which the river goes out and pours its waters into the sea Miat. And this water flows into the great sea, and all that is toward the north is Japheth's, and all that is towards the south belongs to Shem. Uh, and it extends until it reaches Keraso. This is in the yeah, this is in the bosom of the Tongue which looks toward the south. And his portion extends along the great sea, and it extends in a straight line until it reaches the west of the tongue, which looks towards the south. For this sea is named the tongue of the Egyptian sea, and it turns from here toward the south, towards the mouth of the great sea on the shore of its waters. And it extends to the west to Afra, and extends until it reaches the waters of the river Gehom, and to the south of the waters of Gehom the banks of it of this river, and it extends towards the east until it reaches the garden of Eden, to the south thereof, to the south and from the east of the whole land of Eden, and of the whole cast. It turns to the east and proceeds until it reaches the east of the mountains, or the mountain named Rapha, and it descends to the bank of the mouths of the river Tina. This portion came out by lot for Shem and his sons, and they should possess it forever and her until his generations forevermore. And Noah rejoiced that this portion came out for Shem and for his sons, and he remembered all that he had spoken with his mouth in prophecy. For he said, Blessed be the Lord God of Shem, and may the Lord dwell in the dwelling of Shem. And he knew that the Garden of Eden is, is the holy of holies, and the dwelling of the Lord and Mount Sinai in the center or the center of the desert, and Mount Zion, the center of the navel of the earth. These three were created as holy places facing each other. And he blessed the God of gods who had put the word of the Lord into his mouth and the Lord forevermore. And he knew that a blessed portion and a blessing had come to Shem and his sons until unto the generations forever. The whole land of Eden and the whole land of the Red Sea and the whole land of the East. And India, and on the Red Sea, and the mountains thereof, and all the land of Bashan, and all the land of Lebanon, and the islands of Kaftor, and all the mountains of Senir, and um, Amania, and the mountains of Ashur, and in the north, and all the land of Elam, Ashur, and Babel, and Susan, and Media. and and all the mountains of Ararat, and all the region beyond the sea, which is beyond the mountains of Ashur, towards the north, a blessed and spacious land. And all, yeah. And all that is in it is very good. Was it twenty-three? Not twenty one, Yeah. There you go. The land of Shem. They're taking
1: right now
3: occupied by the Canaanites, Mm
2: -hmm. all of the ites, (laughs) all of the ites. I think they ended up making a a covenant with one because they were uh, very deceitful. We have come from a faraway land. Look, our bread is dried and we have, because we've walked so far. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, we'll get back into oh to too. <laughs> Job forty two. Job. In a second, gotta keep flipping and flipping and flipping. Thought about <laughs>
0: as far, as, and this is a little off topic, but kings had to write down the Torah. I don't know why I thought, thought this. They had to write down the Torah because the scrolls. They probably just had scrolls in the temples and whatnot, so they had to have a copy of themselves, so they had to go copy themselves to take it back with them.
2: Yes, I was going to say, that's literally what Deuteronomy says. Now.
0: Does it say that first made
2: That's Deuteronomy chapter
1: 4, not it? No, it's not.
0: I know that the kings had to write it down in front of the Levites. I don't know if they like stood on their shoulder the whole time, looking at him intently. T- <laughs>
2: Well, I could have sworn it was early on due I mean were it stated.
3: He's saying where it says, Let not this law depart from your lips.
2: No, when when you appoint a king over yourself, or if you appoint a king over yourself, I I thought it was uh, you do line four. all right 17 yeah if you when you enter the land i was and you say i will set the king over me like all the nations around me you are to appoint over you the king the lord your god chooses appoint a king from your brothers you are not to set a foreigner over you or one who is not of your people however he must not acquire many horses Yada, yada, yada. And it says, when he is seated on his royal throne, he is to write a copy of this instruction for him on a scroll in the presence of the Levitical priests. It is to remain with him, and he is to read from it all the days of his life, so that he may learn to fear the Lord his God, to observe all the words of this instruction, and to do these statutes. Then his heart will not be exalted above his countrymen. He will not turn from this command to the right or the left, and he and his sons will continue ruling many years over Israel. You know, and that's essentially what ended up happening. You had sons and you had a king and you had their sons. If it was a righteous king, if not, then yeah. else took up. Uh, anyways, Job 42. So many tangents. All the tangent. We're going to read. I'll do a comparison. It was King James. It says this. <laughs> this is Job 42 chapter 17 the very last very last verse of uh, cha- uh chapter 42 in Job it says so Job died being old and full of days that's the end of the verse in the masoretic septuagint reads like this <clears throat> And Job died an old man and full of his days. And it is written that he shall rise again with the ones whom the Lord shall raise up. This man is described by the Syriac book as dwelling in the land of Uz on the borders of Edom and Arabia. And his name before it, or before it was Jobad. And having taken an Arabian wife, he fathered a son whose name was Enon. And he himself had it as his father Zerah from the sons of Esau. And his mother was Bazorah so that it made him fifth from Abraham. And these were the kings who were ruling in Edom, which territory also he himself ruled. First Bela, the son of Beor, and the name of his city was Dinhabah. And after Bela, Jobab, who who was called Job, or yeah, Jobab, who was called Job. And after this, Husham, who was serving as leader from the territories of Thammon. And after this, Hadad, son of Bered, who destroyed Midian and Midian, the field of Moab, and the name of his city was Avith. And the friends who came to him were Eliphaz, the sons of Esau, king of the Temanites, Bildad, the tyrant of the Su- Yeah Shuhites, and Zophar, the king of the Naamathites. It's a big difference. Mm-hmm. Job is king. Job's a Gentile.
3: That the Syriac book could be the testament of Job. You know what I'm saying?
2: It is. Uh, yeah. That's a fair point. It is a fair point. Um ex okay, is twenty three, twenty two through thirty. I will see if I can't find a um, different Testament Job online I'm sure I can because I do kind of want to read that Uh, Exodus 23 22 through 30 it says um, but if you will carefully obey him and do everything I say then I will be an enemy to your enemies and a foe to your foes for my angel will go before you and bring you to the land of the Amorites, Hittites, Perizzites Canaanites, Hivites and Jebusites and I will wipe them out (laughs) You must not bow down to their gods or worship them. Do not imitate their practices. Instead, demolish them and smash their sacred pillars to pieces. Worship the Lord your God, and he will bless your bread and your water. I will remove illnesses from you. No woman will miscarry or be childless in your land. I will give you the full number of your days. I will cause the people ahead of you to feel terror and throw into confusion all the nations you come to. I will make all your enemies turn their backs to you in retreat. I will send the hornet in front of you, and it will drive the Hivites, Cainites, and Hittites away from you. I will not drive them out ahead of you in a single year. Otherwise, the land will become desolate, and wild animals will, would multiply against you. I will drive them out little by little ahead of you until you have become numerous and take possession of the land. One of those recap. And then in Junction, I think this means in Junction. Uh, Genesis Does 36. It, yes? I'm sorry. yes? No, go ahead, go ahead. What do you got?
1: Is, is that him telling him um, that he would have done this if they would have went into the land when he first told them? Or am I lost?
2: Uh, that's a fair point. I think either, either way it goes, they didn't do it in a single year, I don't think. Because he said, "Um, yeah, I will not drive them out ahead of you in a single year. He is telling, this is before, um, you know, they sent the spies and all that. This is before all of that. This is even before the Golden Calf. It's Exodus 23.
1: You know, also, the day that they sent the spies in is the 9th of all. Or is that when they, the spies came out and blasphemed against the Father in the land? It, it was either wise when they went in, when they were sent in, or when they came out with the bad report. It's the 9th of all.
2: One of these days I'll have a chart put together like that.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, Genesis 36. We can go through so a lineage real quick. This is one through nine, and then we'll read twenty-eight to thirty-four. <clears throat> it says, uh, "These are the family records of Esau, that is Edom. Esau took his wives from the Canaanite women: Ada, um, daughter of Elon the Hittite, Oholibama, <laughs> daughter of." Anah, and, and granddaughter of Zibeon the Hivite, and Basamath, daughter of Ishmael, and sister of Nebaioth. Ada bore Eliphaz to Esau, Basemath bore Reuel, and Ohalabama bore Jeush, or Yeush, Yelam, and Korah. These were Esau's sons who were born to him in the land of Canaan. Esau took his wives, sons, daughters, and all the people of his household, as well as his herds, all his livestock, and all the property he had acquired in Canaan, he went to a land away from his brother Jacob, for their possessions were too many for them to live together. And because of their herds, the land where they stayed could not support them. So Esau, that is Edom, lived in the mountains of Seir. These are the family records of Esau, father of the Edomites in the mountains of Seir. Like I said, we'll go on to 28 through 34. Says this: These are Dishon's sons, Uz and Aran. These are the chiefs of the Horites, chiefs of Lotan, Shobal, Zibion, Anah, Dishon, Azer, and Dishon. These are the chiefs of the Horites, according to their divisions in the land of Seir. These are the lands who, or the kings, sorry, who ruled in the land of Edom before any king ruled over the Israelites. Bela, son of Beor, ruled in Edom. The name of his city is Dinhaba. When Bela died, Jobab, son of Zerah, from Bozrah, became king in his place. When Jobab died, Husham from the land of the Timonites became king. Became king in his place. When Husham died, Hadad, son of Bedad, Hadad, <laughs> son of Bedad, <laughs> became king in his place. He defeated Midian in the field of Moab. The name of his city was Avith. When Hadad died, Samla from Masrecha became king in his place. When Samla died, Shaul from Rehoboth on the Euphrates River became king in his place. And when Shaul died, Ben-Hanan, son of Akbor, became king in his place. I read a little bit more than I was supposed to, but yeah. There you go. That ties in Jobad. So it's didn't not
1: something. You know what I learned this week? What did you learn? nam um, Nimrod was the fourth son of Ham. hmm I didn't even know that, bro. Yes,
2: ma'am. Yeah, he was called a mighty warrior before the Lord. Yes, ma'am.
0: Did you say Nehemiah? No, Nimrod.
1: Nimrod.
0: Oh, they said Nehemiah. I was gonna say how how. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, Nimrod. Okay.
2: He was the father of Cush, because you had, what, Ham's son, or yeah, Ham's sons were Cush, Egypt, Put, and Canaan. Cush's sons were Seba, Havilah, Rafti, Rama, and Sabteca, and Ramah's sons, uh, Sheba and Dedan. Cush fathered Nimrod, who was the first powerful man on earth. He was a powerful hunter in the sight of the Lord. That is why it said, like Nimrod, a powerful hunter in the sight of the Lord. And his kingdom started with Babylon. And his kingdom is still terrorizing the people of the Most High to this day. Anyways, Psalms 135.
1: (laughs) You know the first city they built? The giants built the very first city. You know where it was built out? Been, would have been Hebron. Hebron? Hebron? Is, is that how you pronounce it?
2: Yeah. I didn't know that.
1: Yep. Yeah. I didn't know that till this week, too.
2: Hmm. What to
1: That's what I was trying to sing you, but you said you couldn't read it.
2: Yeah, it was a little, a little blurry. That's what... Are you saying that that's where uh, Babylon was? I
1: ain't saying that, cause you never hear from this. I'm just What's saying this that?
2: That? kingdom started with Babylon, Iraq, Akkad, Galna, uh, in the land of Shinar. I guess in the land of Shinar, which can be. Anyhow. <laughs> we'll get into that in a second. But uh, <laughs> uh, Psalm 135. It's 8 through 12. It says, uh, He struck down the firstborn of Egypt, both man and beast. He sent signs and wonders against you, Egypt against Pharaoh and all his officials. He struck down many nations and slaughtered mighty kings. Sihon king of the Amorites, Og king of Bashan, and all the kings of Canaan. He gave their land as an inheritance and an inheritance or an inheritance to his people Israel. And I'm just going to read the next one just because Yahweh your name endures forever. Your reputation Yahweh through all generations. Yahweh will vindicate his people and have compassion on his servants. Now we're going to the New Testament. Go to Matthew, chapter
0: 24.
2: And Matthew's account reads like this. It's uh, verse 1 through 22. As Jesus, Yeshua, left and was going out of the temple complex, his disciples came up and called his attention to the temple building. Then he replied to them, Don't you see all these things? I assure you, not one stone will be left here on another that will not be thrown down. While he was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples approached him privately and said, Tell us, when will all these things happen? And what is the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? And Jesus replied to them, Watch out that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Messiah, and they will deceive many. You are going to hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not alarmed, because these things must take place, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise up against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these events are the beginning of birth pains. Then they will hand you over for persecution, and they will kill you. You will be hated by all nations because of my name. Then many will take offense, betray one another, and hate one another. Many false prophets will rise up and deceive many, because lawlessness will multiply. The love of many will grow cold, but the one who endures to the end will be delivered. This good news of the kingdom will be proclaimed in all the world as a testimony to the nations, and then the end will come. So when you see the abomination that causes desolation, spoken of by the prophet prophet Daniel, standing in the holy place, let the reader understand, then those in Judea must flee to the mountains. A man on the housetop must not come down to get things out of his house, and a man in the field must not go back to get his clothes. Woe to pregnant women and nursing mothers in those days. Pray that your escape may not be in winter or on a Sabbath, for at that time there will be great tribulation, the kind that hasn't taken place from the beginning of the world until now and never will again. Unless those days were limited, no one would survive, but those days will be limited because of the elect.
1: You notice it says those in Judea flee to the mountains, yeah. it didn't say those in the United States. <laughs> uh,
2: yep, yeah, hey point.
0: Kentucky, Kentucky has the phrase river, Miss Tammy.
1: Don't even do it.
2: Well, there's a. Is it Hebrew in Ohio? I can't remember. I was going to say there's a Hebrew in Ohio. (laughs) (laughs) Don't quote me on that. I could be wrong.
0: I'm sure someone out there believes that Jerusalem is in America. There's people that believe all kinds of
2: stuff.
1: Hey, dude. Oh, on TikTok.
0: Man, they be everywhere. They're on Facebook. they everywhere, man. Everywhere. It's like, what did you just say?
2: All right, we're going to go backwards a little bit, and then we'll go forwards again. Nasty 13. Matthew what? 13. We're going to read 36 through 43. Mm -hmm. Read about the interpretation of the wheat and the tares or the wheat and the weeds as the HCSB titles it. Then he dismissed the crowds and went into the house. His disciples approached him and said, explain the parable of the weeds in the field to us. He replied, The one who sows the good seed is the Son of Man. The field is the world, and the good seed, these are the sons of the kingdom. The weeds are the sons of the evil one, and the enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the harvesters are angels. Therefore, just as the weeds are gathered and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send out his angels. And they will gather from his kingdom everything that causes sin and those guilty of lawlessness. They will throw them into the blazing furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in their father's kingdom. Anyone who
0: has ears should listen. I thought Jesus wasn't wrathful.
2: Yeah, obviously people haven't read um, (laughs) Revelation
0: 1911.
1: Oh, boy. First time he come as a lamb, the second time he's coming like a lion. Mm -hmm.
0: The Son of Man will send out his angels and they will gather from his kingdom everything that causes sin and those guilty of lawlessness and they will be thrown into the blazing furnace where they will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. That goes about the revelations, talking about the wine press. And this goes back to that. Was the the um he saw the flying scroll? He saw a flying sickle. That's that yeah, the flying. Yep. 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 Yep.
2: yep, yep.
0: yep.
1: Um. Do, y- do y'all believe there'll be a sun and a moon when the kingdom comes down?
0: Yes, they just the the actual light that'll be given off the kingdom but I think it talks about revelations the son of moon will still be there it just won't be given off the the main light like it is now the kingdom will
1: it says that the, that the father will be would like to will be the light of the kingdom right
0: uh, let me go I'm end the revelations let me see I haven't looked at this in a while. Daddy's still awake. He's awake. He knows exactly where it's at. He might fall asleep though. Um, I want to say I want point one point two.
1: So when it says heaven and earth pass away, what do what do you get out of there? The heavens are passed away. Um. Hmm. Well.
0: I couldn't tell you off the top of my head.
2: Give me a second, we can get into that.
1: Okay, go ahead, Papa.
2: Right, we're gonna read all of uh Second Corinthians uh then I really just added this because I mean I wanted a little bit more New Testament I like Second Corinthians nine. So here we go. <laughs> uh concerning the ministry. To the saints, it is necessary for me to write to you, for I know your eagerness, and I brag about you to the Macedonians. Uh, A- Achaia? Acha, asia I don't know. A has been prepared since last year. And your zeal has stirred up most of them, but I sent the brothers so our boasting about you in the matter would not prove empty, and so you would be prepared just as I did. Or as I said, for if any Macedonians come with me and find you unprepared, we, not to mention you, would be embarrassed in that situation. Therefore, I considered it necessary to urge the brothers to go ahead to you and arrange in advance the generous gift you promised so that so that it will be ready as a gift and not as an extortion. Sorry, good Lord, I can read this. I promise. Remember this, the person who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and the person who sows generously will also reap generously. Each person should do as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or out of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make every grace overflow to you, so that in every way, always having everything you need, you may excel in every good work. As it is written, he scattered, he gave to the poor, His righteousness endures forever. Now the one who provides seed for the sower and bread for food will provide and multiply your seed and increase the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way for all generosity, which produces thanksgiving to God through us. For the ministry of this service is not only supplying the needs of the saints, but is also overflowing in many acts of thanksgiving to God. They will glorify God for your obedience to the confession of the gospel of Christ and for your generosity in sharing with them and with also or and with others through the proof provided in by this service and they will have deep affection for you in their prayers on behalf because of the surpassing grace of god in you thanks be to god for his incredible or indescribable gift amen and hallelujah
0: and that is he